You're listening to Comedy Central. I just feel like being a grandma is the only way I'm ever going to be considered cool. Like, I'm not cool now. I shush people for fun. I love rules. I love bedtime. I don't really go to parties when I do. Like, I smoke a little bit of pot. I go home at nine. But here's the thing. If you're a grandma and you do that, that's pretty cool, right? That's a cool grandma. You see what I'm saying? That's a low bar. I can clear that bar. That rule doesn't apply to moms, though, right? Like, it's a double standard. Like, if you're at a party and a mom starts rapping, everybody's like, shut up, mom. But if a grandma starts rapping, you're like, oh, shit! That's about to pop up! Yeah, it was Emily Heller. Grandma from her special Ice Thickeners. She released that on International Woman's Day. What a good woman thing to do, to release that special on that day. And she did my show, Stupid Questions, and was great. Feminist Nicole, move after feminist move. Yeah, Miss. listen, Miss Nicole Boyce is here, everyone. <laughs> Ms. 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 Boyce. Ms. Boyce. That's what I do when I forget what? someone's first name. I call. I just go Ms. How, do I just does do that, that work for you? I forgot Shalewa Sharp's first name. So, so I just called her Ms. Sharp. Uh-huh. And she enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it, and I think that's just my new thing I'm going to do now. If I forget You're just your first name, women's names. I'm just going to call you Mister or Miss. Okay, Miss across and the gender. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I'm always going to assume Miss. And then if you say, "Well, actually, I'm married," I'll say, "Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Sharp. Your husband or partner is a lucky person." Uh-huh. That's what I'll say, so I can always get out of it. I'm the kind of guy, Nicole. <laughs> I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve. I'm a kid that has tricks up his sleeve. Okay. When it comes to trying to you know remember names remember names or like talk to girls or like make people like me i have a lot of tricks up my sleeve the truth is i'm a scumbag no you're good no i'm kidding um this is stand up with chris and stefano welcome this is the podcast where we talk about stand up we play actual stand up from the comedy central library and sometimes we start off the podcast with just a little bit tricks yeah just (laughs) some of my emotional garbage that i'm dealing with did you do stand up this weekend or any, I did. I had my monthly show on Tuesday. How was it? It went really well. It was good at Union Hall. It do you really host fun. it? Yeah. 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 You host it? Yeah. Okay. With some friends, yeah. How much time do you do up up front? We do like 15 up top. We do PowerPoints. I don't know if you have thoughts on, you know, PowerPoint comedy. I, I don't, but I think it's, I think, t- TBH? Yeah. I think Let's get into it. Live performing now. Live, I, I feel like we're almost in a world now where stand-up is extremely important, but because there's so many talented people out there and so many different things, and we live in like this ADHD society and people need to be entertained, that I bet you are living in like at the end of a just plain old stand-up routine is not gonna be around 30 years from now, or it's gonna be way, way, way less common. I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, what you're doing I think is the future, and I think comedians out there who are getting into stand-up and who want to be in entertainment, if they're not doing things like PowerPoints and live podcasting and having all these different ways to entertain and keep someone's attention, I think that they'll be left in the dust. I was just reading an article about David Tell that was talking about that, about how he's one of the last like club comics. Yes. And yeah. how to make it right now, if you're just coming up now, you have to do the podcast, you have mm-hmm. to do videos or whatever. If you don't have if you don't have some type of viral component or trying for some type of viral component on your social media or on YouTube or a, a podcast yeah. that can 
uh, that people can listen to every week, they're going to yeah. get lost. You, you're not going to gain fans because he, here's 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 the way I look at it is like between. Let's just talk. You know, we just talk about comedy here. Yeah, yeah. Between Comedy Central, Netflix, HBO, Epics, people's YouTube stars, yeah. people are getting bombarded with comedy. There's not. Yeah. There's no possible way. There's no possible way they can watch and consume it all. And if you're not in sure. people's ear or or on people's screens every single day, not yeah. week, every single day. They're just going to forget about you because they're on to the next person. Yeah. So that doesn't mean you have to put out a special every day. But I'm talking about you do your comedy, you you put it out online. You have a podcast, you put it out. Yeah. You do videos every day. You know whatever it is. Like I was doing my Anxiety Tuesdays. Andrew Schultz yeah, has his yeah, question yeah. of the day. All this stuff, it, you have to bombard them. You yeah. have to because they'll just forget about you. Like, what's the incentive if you're not posting every day something interesting? Why does this person? This person yeah. can just go to. I mean, look at Chris D'Elia. He's he's. He can probably sell. I would imagine Chris D'Elia could sell out like pretty close to an arena at this point. Sure, it's his social media. Just and then he's good on stage. Yeah, but that's yeah. secondary. People are there to see him from social media, and then he just he's a great comic too. So that obviously helps. Yeah, but it's like people who think like, oh, they're just going to get spots at the comedy cellar and make it. It's like you're. This is not you the nineties. You have 90s. to do so much. Nobody cares. Do you cares. feel a, a pressure to post every day? Like you are you on social like posting to? I feel. I do feel. I feel a pressure to either post something that I've thought of a video or something that I've made up okay. or repost something that I thought was dope. So at least people are coming to my, every time they come to my social media, they're either seeing something that I created or they're seeing something that I, they're seeing my likes and interests yeah. and they're like, I fuck with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just showing like your identity yeah. where you're trying to get them yeah. to trust you and your taste or whatever. Yeah, I think you need to. I think, I think stuff like, you know, having it online I mean, it's just like, you know, for example, I'll tell you this. When I was promoting my special, Size yes. 38 Ways on Comedy Central and on fucking ComedyCentral.com, baby. Yeah. Because they're smart. Digital. It's, all, it's online. I mean, more people, I would imagine, are going to watch it online. People are definitely watching on TV. I mean, my family watched it on TV. There's plenty of people who don't, who are anti-internet. They're like, fuck that. I want to watch it on TV. And then Comedy yeah. Central's great. And there's still a large part of the population that does that. But I, you I, just I was, have to hit every. You just you gotta have to hit, hit where everyone, everyone You can't leave is. one out. Exactly. Yeah. You can't leave one out. And you that's why we're doing this podcast. So now yeah. people can listen on a podcast. Exactly. Form. This is to be Not honest TV with you. Or this is just another. This is just another way for me to get my dumb voice into people's ears. Yeah. It's just another that's way. That's what this is all about. It's just what it's about. <laughs> and now I'm bringing Nicole on the ride with me, yes. and we'll see. Most likely, Nicole. Here's the thing you have to know about with me. I know Tell that me. you know we're in this thing together, but I'm Chrissy <laughs> one and done. I'm Chrissy Pilots. Usually, <laughs> things either <laughs> get. I have a great pilot and it does not get picked up, or it gets on the air and then is immediately canceled. So you just, I'm, I'm Chrissy short runs. So you just, <laughs> you just have to know that I will have a career for the next thirty years, but it will uh -huh. be one and done's. People will be like, I, I think I know you from no. that thing, but they're not gonna know that thing. No, so, this one, this but is the you long think this haul. is different. This is where this is the long haul. I yeah, I need it to be. I've had yeah. short ran things. People absolutely, everyone does short things. Wait, I was saying something, short. and then what was I saying? And then I and then I cut myself off. I have a double ear infection, so I'm trying to double ear, double babe, both ears, both ears. I had to cancel my shows. And here, but you're still doing it for the podcast. I'm still doing it for That's the podcast. That's why this one is. Well, the make doctor it, said babe. I couldn't fly. The doctor said I'm looking at your eardrums right now, bud. If if your eardrums are gonna burst once you get over ten thousand feet, they're gonna burst. So and usually we record this podcast on a plane. On a plane, Air Force One, and now we have to record on 
the I, ground. I appreciate you guys pressurizing the, this cabin for me <laughs> because my ears can't take it. But I was going to say something. It was going to be a good About, point. Oh, 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 okay. This is the world we live in. Okay, this is the world we live in. <laughs> and again, I'm saying all this. Yeah. I'm saying, and I may have said this already on the podcast, but I don't think I have. When I was going out, when I went out to L.A. Yeah. To film, uh, uh, to promote for my special. Yeah. So I was 38 Ways, Comedy Central. Comedy Central. The, they were like, I can do a late night show, a specific late night show out on the West Coast. You know, okay. like a late, you know, okay. when la- yeah, do yeah, a yeah. set on there and, and that's traditional way, whatever. Kimmel, Conan. Yeah, all that. Gordon, all that shit. So they were like, you can do that. They were like, and I put my set out there and that's what, that was going to be like a nice promo and I was going to be like, oh, watch a special tonight or whatever. So that I said, okay, and then I sent them my set and they told me I couldn't do certain jokes about my daughter imitating her Puerto Rican accent, even though it's my daughter. They, the booker was like, it's very piece. You can't, you can do those jokes, but you can't do them with the Puerto Rican accent. Okay. And if this was early, to, if this was 10 years ago, I would be like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll find another joke or whatever. I'll bow to them. Sure, sure, sure. But I thought about it. I said, you know what? I, I do not want to be on late night on anything that can be on the internet I do not want to be on if it's not the jokes that I love and I want to do because mm-hmm. number one two reasons one nobody watches that shit anymore if I'm just <laughs> going to be honest with you like they do and they, it doesn't late sell tickets it doesn't sell tickets it's not a in ni- the same it used to be it's like a nice tape no, don't get me wrong. it's yeah, a nice yeah, tape yeah. and I'm not shitting on it I'd right. love the opportunity to do it if I could do it on my own yeah. terms and be interviewed and be who I want to be. If they allow me to do my stand-up, of course, I'll do it. Of course. But if you're going to tell me, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you have to do this, and I have to look like a cornball on television, no. Because guess what I can do? What? Podcasts. And so instead of doing this, and I'm telling you, mm-hmm. like, this is, like, it's proof. I went out to L.A. Yeah. When I, because, you know, I was tracking my growth because I had a big special coming yeah. out. I wanted to grow as a uh-huh. comedian. So I, I'm not usually, like, I don't, like, track every move I make on social media, but I did for this. When I went out to LA, I had 103,000 followers on Instagram because that's really what I, that's where my bulk is. In, yeah, Twitter it, and Facebook, I, I pay attention to, but like my fans are on Instagram. So yeah. I had 103,000 on Instagram. Going out, I said no to that late night show. I okay. said no. Instead, I did Burt Kreischer's podcast and okay. Theo Vaughn's podcast. Okay. And guess what happened? What, how many I got 30,000 followers. Shut my, up. I swear to God, I got 30,000 followers. Uh-huh. I sold out the Philly Punchline, Denver Comedy Works, and the DC Draft House all 100% because of that podcast, because of those podcasts. It was those <sighs> fans that heard me and then I converted them. Yeah. And my special got viewed by all these new people. If I would have done that late night set yeah. in the corny parameters that they wanted me to, <laughs> I would have gotten none of this. Yeah. Now, listen, in a perfect world, I wish I could have done both. But yeah, actually, sure. it was a time where I only, I had that Friday open where I yeah. could, I had to pick. And I feel like in my, I chose right for 2019. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, we have 100%. so many, and I think like, nobody, can, it's like, Doing like a glossy index card, uh, business card version of our comedy is like, is that really what we want? It, we live in a world you of- You can choose It's now. truth and honesty in 2019. It's just fucking truth and honesty. It's like on a podcast, yes. on digital, you could just put your shit out there. Right. You could just put your shit out there and like yeah. let the people judge. Put the raw truth of it out there and let these people judge. And that's why it's fucking dope. Yeah. That's Absolutely. so exciting. Oh but my just God. Go, go raw, go raw with your comedy. Don't go raw in the bedroom because I have genital warts and those suck. <laughs> okay. Who do we got up next? 
We're going to play two clips next that I'm very excited about. We got James Davis. Oh, my uh, God. Legend. Incredible. And then a clip from Maria Bamford. I mean, these are back-to-back legends. James Davis actually... He was part of Stand Up Month. He had his special yes. live from yes, the town. Yes, yes, and yes, Maria yes. Bamford is like just an OG. Like Maria Bamford is like, like the old. I would say Maria Bamford. What David Tell? I mentioned him last week. What David Tell is for guys to comedians, comedian. I feel like Maria Bamford is for women. She's okay. the ultimate woman's comics comic. If David tells the guys comic comic, she's the woman's comic. I feel comic. like she and we'll, we'll we'll get into one that. of them. We'll, we'll get into after after the yeah. Clips. We'll talk about it. Okay. Let's play the clips. Do it. There's too many old people on Facebook. Can we just say that? Can we just put that out there? There's too many. Remember when it was remember when it was just for us and our college friends? Now it's all they just keep on coming. They're like the illegal aliens of the internet. These old people, they just, we need to put up a wall or some trivia. Something. Who's Lil Wayne? You don't know, then you don't fucking log on, okay? This is young people's town. <laughs> Which one of these is not a dance? You know, just something. I got a friend request from my grandfather. I was like, no. Like, I'll see you at grandma's house. I don't want to see no old people post like, uh, just uh, finished watching MASH. Like, I don't want to see that. About to wheel a fortune and chill, you know, with my old lady. Just woke up from a nap, praise God. Like, just woke up from a nap again, I'm on a streak. Like, I don't want to see that. Listen, here's my thing old or young, if you're gonna be on social media, you gotta understand the rules. The guidelines, like simple stuff, like the difference between wall talk and inbox talk. When to slide up in the DMs and when to make it public. It's very simple. Like wall talk, that's that general stuff. Hey, how you doing? Saw the feed, happy birthday. Wanna go to James Davis Comedy Show? Something all the internet can see and you can breathe easy. Inbox is that nasty stuff that no one should ever know about. That's why I sent a box. <laughs> like, this is an inbox message I may have sent the other day. Hey, baby girl, I had a daydream about you. You were butt naked. I put some Lowry seasoning salt on your ass <laughs> and licked it off for a midday snack. Simp. <laughs> That's how I send my DMs. Get out there. <laughs> do your thing. Now listen, some of y'all are laughing and others are troubled. But guess what? That was between me and the freak I sent it to. And where was it? In a box. For no one else to see. But you can't confuse the two. I remember I went to a house party. Some things went down. It was amazing. The next day, my boy writes on my wall, old girl from last night. Did you hit that? Oh. On my wall. In my public space. For my aunts and uncles to see. Now the whole feed thinks I'm hoeing. And then my grandpa goes, likes this. 
need that. I don't need that drama, yo. It's funny, but it's not. I don't need granddaddy issues. I already got daddy issues. 42, and I have, um, and I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm dating, I'm on e-harming me as well as attached.com, and, uh, okay, stupid, and, um, things are going great, uh, but I have, you know, I've had lots of wonderful relationships, and then I heard this comic say, uh, yeah, if a woman's over 40 and she's never been married, there's something wrong with her. <gasps> oh, no! Sometimes I worry about dying alone, but you know, I'm fun. And uh, and sooner or later, they're gonna wheel your wheelchair into a wall and forget about you for five hours. Miss <laughs> Bamford, we'd wonder where you'd gone. Oh, I was just working on this puzzle in the air. <laughs> I finished the old mill, now I'm finding pieces of sky. You gonna see Mr. Peterson later on today? Oh, we're just keeping it casual. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Oh, who's that? Your self-esteem. I used to be very afraid of relationships. I'm not sure why. I, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, somebody would ask me out. I'd say, just take my purse. Don't hurt me. No, I just want to get to know you. I have nothing of value. <laughs> no, you just seem like an interesting person. Who sent you? I'm getting better at it, though. I'm getting better. It's just not my greatest gift. You know, sometimes people are very confident, you know, and I hope to be like that someday. I hope to be like, yeah, we just both met, and we both just kind of knew. So you guys never fight about anything? Oh. (laughs) He doesn't like onions. So you never had any issues you had to work through with, like, a fucking workbook? <laughs> you know, if I were you, I'd just watch out for red flags. Oh, okay. But what if I'm, like, a flag factory that only manufactures giant red flags? <laughs> Maybe you need to learn to be the one before you meet the one. <laughs> um, is, is that from Bob Dylan? Is that... 
<laughs> He's so funny. Oh, Dylan. Hey, good luck. Yeah, good luck, good luck with whatever you're doing. Good luck with whatever you're doing, Merlin. Merlin the magician with your book of spells and potions. Oh my gosh, okay, I got a little confused. You girl, you got a loud laugh, girl. I totally, I high five and I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's a little distracting, slightly distracting. I gotta say. I love you, I love you, I love you. Um, oh Lord. Um, because if you've ever been in a bad relationship, uh, like if you ever had one, I had one where, you know, if your partner says something like, hey babe, I just want to let you know, I would never hit you. Oh, you're going to be getting a beat down. Yep. <laughs> right quick, brace for impact. Papa's coming home. Uh, want to get out of that as soon as possible. I know the signs of domestic violence because I have been an off and on pretty volatile relationship uh, with myself. And I, I'll say it quiet because I know I get upset. Um, I just, um, I know it seemed charming when we're together. Um, but whenever it's just me, you know, all of a sudden for no reason at all and I can't really predict, I mean, I can be so sweet. I can be so sweet. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go to the pet store and I'll buy myself a hermit crab and paint the shell in my favorite NFL team colors, you know? So sweet. But, um, but then sometimes I'll start yelling at myself. For, Why don't you go to the gym and have a baby? I, uh, I am dating on the internet, and the great thing, it's going so well since I stopped lying. Um, I think I, sometimes I lie, because I, you know, like somebody says, oh, have you seen that movie? I was like, yeah. yeah. It's scary. I haven't, I haven't seen it, I just want to be with you. Maria Bamford, James Davis. James Davis, I know well. I, uh, I've never actually, you know, I've never met Maria Bamford. I'm just she a big fan. She seems like a delight to meet. Yeah. I was saying before that I yes. think she's the female comics comic, like I compare it to David Tell. And you said you have some thoughts on that. Um, I guess I agree. She is like a comics comic type. That, yeah. I, that I feel, yeah, I, d I would agree with that. Yeah, like I feel I like know. she's, she's. Oh, I, I know yes. what I was going to say. I think like where alt comedy is now, I mm -hmm. guess, she kind of was at the beginnings of that. Right. Is what I would say. She was at the beginning of it, but you know what I feel like, you know what's interesting about yeah. alt comedy, which is like, if you guys don't know, like alt comedy started as like a move, it was basically like started as like a movement to like comedians who like weren't in at comedy clubs. They were like, fuck this, we're gonna right. do our own thing. Right. And they created, I mean, it was like 
you know, Patton Oswalt, Maria Bamford, <laughs> David Cross. I mean, they're legends, icons, Sarah Silverman. Like, they're yeah. all like the alt scene, right? Yeah. The best comedians, I think, are the ones who do comedy clubs and the alt scene, who can go back and forth to both, not like two feet in one or the other. Because I get it. Sure. A, just a club comic, sometimes it's a little corny and hacky, and it's like, okay, you're, you can say things that kill, but it's like you're talking about the traffic, like this is too sure, general. And sure, then sure, alt sure. is all is the opposite, it's too obscure. It's like you're making these references about the 1960 vice presidential That's, campaign. Wait, what are you talking wait, about? what is your definition of alt comedy? Well, the alt, 1960? I'm, no, I'm saying like, <laughs> They do so. They say it's something that's so specific. Niche. Yeah, yeah. That it's like that's not going to get anybody. Either. Right. I kind of so, like the alt comedy scene, though. You I like mean, alt I do com- like it. I like it a lot. But I feel like the alt. Com- no, I like it too. But I'm saying, but I'm, but I'm. I like to go in both. Like I can, I do yeah. the comedy cellar, yeah, yeah, but then yeah, I can yeah, also yeah, go yeah. to Union Hall and do. So I know them too. Right, right, right. So my yeah. point. But I'm saying like the alt comedy scene now. It's like because everyone's there, a lot of comedians have went so alt yeah. that they they. They're not really that different from each other anymore. They're all doing kind of the sure, same thing, sure, 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 like sure. what they hated initially about the comedy clubs. Yeah, it's like the same I guess. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I will see say, what alternative comedy and like bar shows and stuff like that, it really does. There are so many good comedians in that scene that it's like, if I'm just a spectator and a consumer of comedy, it's like, why do I want to pay any cover fee or any two drink minimum when I can just go to this local bar right. and see these comedians that are great? Yeah. So it's it's like, you know, it's like a time in comedy right now where it's like, I don't know. Some people say it's a boom, but then traditional comedy clubs, if you look at traditional comedy clubs, yeah. like the improvs of the world and the yeah, funny yeah. bones yeah, and the yeah. ones that are all over the country, if you look at their schedule, uh, they have like upward, some of them have majority, like I'm talking about 51% yeah. of their dates are live podcasts because that's the thing that's selling the tickets. Yeah, it's like true. either you were grandfathered in and you could sell tickets from your stand-up like the David Tells of the world and Maria yeah. Bamford's and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're the new person, if you don't have a live podcast, I mean, podcast nobody radio. nobody cares. Like nobody's come, nobody cares. Nobody wants to see you if they don't know you. They're not coming out anymore. Right. But the live podcast, I mean, they'll sell out. I mean, I did the Girls Got to Eat podcast. Mm-hmm. The, that's another thing that added to my um, following to your and the re- list? Yeah, co- yeah, yeah, reason why yeah, I could yeah. sell some tickets yeah, now yeah. is because going on their podcast. Yeah. Those girls were selling out. Those girls sell out wall to wall on like a Tuesday. They'll go to like Cap City Comedy Club in yeah. Austin and yeah, sell yeah. out a Tuesday. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All live podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's what people want to see now. It's like in this ADHD society we have, where like we've been bombarded with all every sense is like you know hit to the Consumed. max. It's like, do you want to just sit there and watch somebody walk and pace? Are you know doing their stand up if you've never even heard of them, right. or would you rather be feel like you're a part of a live podcast? And I sure. think a lot of people are swaying towards part of the live podcast. So you gotta you gotta be able to do the club scene, the alt scene, and yeah. the podcast scene. You I gotta do it all. This is, Colin Quinn told me this. Uh, Colin Quinn's okay. You know, Certified forty years Colin into fucking Quinn comedy, fact. he told me he thinks yeah, doing comedy now, like as a brand new comedian, it's w- the by far the hardest time ever in history to start is now because uh, there's so much competition and there's perfect, so perfect. many people that Great. can sell tickets. I know. <laughs> because, I mean, look, look at these comedy clubs. I mean, they only have at most 52 weeks, 52 dates a year to give a comedian. I'm telling sure. you, f- over 50% of them are live podcasts. So it's like, and then the other, the other 30, say another 30% is like, you know, 
comedians who have been selling tickets and been on the road for 15 years already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how many weekends does that leave open for like a new stand-up? Do you Not think many. People will be able to tour and just kind of do that alone, or do you think you have to be a podcast? I mean, so many comedians coming comedians coming up now air quotes maybe are like Instagram comics sure. or like YouTube. Yeah. Like, do you think that's the future? I know. I, I don't think I know that that's the you future. Know that I that's think the if, future. I think if you're not adapting to the times, if you're a comedian, you're wondering why you're not doing well. It's because you're not adapting. And a lot of my peers are just refusing. They're like, well, fuck that. It's going to swing back. It's like maybe, or maybe you're going to have to go become a real estate agent. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and the dream that you had yeah. 20 years ago that you were living is just not, a reality anymore. That's so. So it's crazy. like, what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to ask. Like people just have to ask themselves, like, what What do you want to do? You have to relearn everything. You have to adapt. I mean, look at like the greatest comedians of all time. They all adapt. George Carlin was able to have a special in every decade because he just adapt. He adapted his comedy. Mm-hmm. He was doing the same art form and mm-hmm. stand up, but mm-hmm. he was adapting the things he was talking about. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, you know, Richard Pryor. All mm-hmm. these, all these people adapt. Chris yeah. Rock, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. adapt. They're like, oh, I can talk about this. I'll do this now. So you're just constantly changing. Joe yeah. Rogan has just been, he's just fit. First he was doing Fear Factor, then he was doing stand-up, now he's doing his podcast. He's just like, he keeps adapting. That's true, That's yeah. why he's at the yeah, top. Fear Factor to stand-up to yeah. podcast. That's, That's why he's move. at the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, but then you have other people like, you know, you didn't adapt. Nobody cares. We got to get on TikTok then. Dude, TikTok is the next thing. You want to get on TikTok? Yeah, we'll I mean, this, we'll, well. TikTok podcast. Yes, I do want to get on TikTok, but <laughs> I also feel like I'm. I want to put all my energy into my podcast and my Instagram. Okay. Like I, I want to focus on those things and see how far it can take me. But then if if it's if I'm like fuck, I I gotta get on TikTok. I'll get on TikTok. Okay. Let's do a TikTok. We'll meet on TikTok. I don't even know. Just come. Do you have a TikTok? No, but I watch a lot of a lot of them. A lot of TikTok videos live like on YouTube. Right. So like they exist outside of the app, and yeah, people make like playlists. Because you're like what? You're twenty. I'm 16. You're 16? I'm 24. 24. Yeah. So you see, this is what I'm saying. You're the perfect age. Like, you're the Thank perfect you so age for the new shit, for the TikTok, for the YouTube. You didn't watch TV. Did you watch TV? Or did you watch everything on your computer? I watched right now or growing like up? I'm saying, like, did you watch a sitcom? Like, did you ever watch, like. I mean, like, when I was a kid, I would watch, you know, like, Zoe 101 or whatever. Right. See, I don't even know what that is. iCarly? iCarly, yes. You know iCarly. But I'm saying, like, with your family, would you, you never watch, like, Everybody Loves Raymond or Seinfeld? No. Actually, right. I guess uh, on Thursday nights, we would watch The Office, Parks and Rec, all of those. As a kid, it you would watch Thursday that. Thursday night block. But see, even that, The Office and Parks and Rec is not, like, a shiny, glossy Hollywood set sitcom that, like, I used to watch. I guess it's, no. it's, then it's I guess I didn't. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, you yeah. watching it, The Office was successful because they adapted. If The Office was on, like, a... Like a studio lot, like some, you know, multi cameras. It wasn't going to work. It'd be like, oh, I don't want to see this cornball shit. Single cam. Single cam is the way to go right now. And that camera on your phone is the only single camera. But even like, okay, like, even like, even like, I used to do this thing. It was called the Bay Ridge Boys, right? It was like, we'd like take us a whole day to shoot, blah, 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 blah. It's like we tried to sell a place. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted it. So it's like, what's the point? If I just put a minute Instagram video up yeah. of me doing like a really funny thing of the Bay Ridge Boys, yeah. that's a chance to like really go viral. But like these five minutes, six, seven, eight, even 10 minute things, yeah. the, that's not the world we live in anymore. Yeah. People like small doses of shit. Even Joe Rogan, who's got the top podcast, people don't listen to all three hours. They listen to the <laughs> clips. 
They listen to the hits. Yeah, I can say I don't. Yeah. Yeah, his Joe Rogan. His Three Joe hours. Rogan Who is the time? Clip YouTube has got almost as many followers as his YouTube yeah. as his regular YouTube yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like, what are you going to do? I don't have time to listen to three hours, but I can listen to a quick ten minute clip on Alex Jones telling me that you know aliens are in my fucking microwave. Perfect. I can listen yeah. to that, <laughs> ten, but I can't listen to five hours of that shit. <laughs> no, ten minutes. You know is the perfect mean? amount of alien microwave. And even podcasting. You know why podcasting? Another reason why it's great. Yes. Is because you can do it. You don't have to sit down. And watch it. You can just listen and go about your day. You're going to work. Yes. You're yeah, work. yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. You don't yeah. have to be focused on it. You could just listen. Absolutely. To it. Yeah. I, I think that's the make or break. Yeah. You have to be able yeah. to go with people wherever the, they go. In the UK, comedians like legit got famous like in late '90s, early 2000s on having BBC radio shows because of this exact reason why podcasting is doing so great in America now and all over the world, it's because people would just go about their day and listen. They would just listen on the radio to these comedy sitcoms, but they're on the, ra- so it was like Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian yeah, Maniscalco, yeah, yeah. his Showtime special was great. Nobody really, wa- I mean, people <laughs> watched it, but really you knew about Sebastian. He sold four shows out at the Garden because he spliced it up and put it on Showtime. That's why he's famous. Yeah. I mean, that's, we all knew Sebastian was great. You watch a Showtime, people don't, you just I'm not going to sit everywhere. down and watch your hour. I can't. I want to see, <laughs> Give me a couple of clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah Let yeah. me invest in you. And then it's like, oh, fuck yeah. I'll, I'll go. Now I'll pay money to yeah. go sit down in Madison Square Garden and watch you for an hour. Of course, it's a, it's a real show. But you proved it to me because you're clips. I can't fucking watch you a whole hour. You lure them in. I got a thousand things to do. I'm on my phone. I got kids. I got animals. I got deliveries. I'm on Amazon. I got I got some <laughs> something. UPS guy's knocking on my door every oh, 10 God, minutes. Man. I'm ordering shit on Amazon. <laughs> so it's like. I don't have time for stand-up. You got to put, put the clips out. You yeah, got to put the clips yeah, out, yeah, babe. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Listen, could I be wrong? Probably. But I feel like I'm. what I'm saying is the if truth. You say it on a podcast. It's correct. It's 100%. That's the rule. Absolutely. Let's get into the next clip. You want to get Final into the next clip? clip? Who do we got next? We got Anthony Oh, Jeselnik. Anthony Jeselnik. This fucking Judas. He passed on stupid questions. Do you believe that? I, He's what? my friend. This guy's he my friend. He passed on your show? He said he can't do it. He's not available when I'm going out there fucking film stupid questions. Unbelievable. We'll see when I see Jeselnik in the streets what happens. If you, I've been boxing. You better watch. I'm going to hit him a one, two, three, four, five, six. That's a sick one. Wait, one, two, three, five. You just Jab, cross. <laughs> Walk me through it. Left hook. Left hook. Right uppercut. Okay, write that down. Right left uppercut. uppercut. Uh-huh. Writing this down. Okay. Left, right hook. Right to his fucking headpiece. That's a great closer. That right That's hook. That's what it is. is one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> He'll get knocked if I see him in these streets. <laughs> All right, play his clip. He's hilarious. I love my grandma. Loved her very much. My grandma taught me about a lot. Taught me what religion is. Taught me everything you can know about religion. And one quick story, I'll tell you now. When I graduated from high school, when I graduated high school, my grandma came to me, gave me a big hug. Said, Anthony, I'm so proud of you. You're my first grandchild to get to go to college. What can I do for you? What can I give you before you go to college? And I said, honestly, grandma, all I need from you is money. Yeah, I know you guys have never been, but college is expensive. (laughs) And my grandma said, okay, Anthony, I understand. So a couple months go by, it's the end of the summer, I'm packing up my dad's car, getting ready to go to school. And my grandma walks up, says, Anthony, here, before you leave, take this. And she handed me a brand new Bible, King James Version. And I said, thanks, Grandma, that's exactly what we talked about. (laughs) 
got in the car and I went off to school. A couple of weeks go by. I'm hanging out in my dorm room, having a good time. When the phone rings, it's my grandma. Is Anthony just calling to see how college is going? I said, Grandma, college is the best. I'm having the time of my life. But to be honest, I'm already starting to run low on money. And I could use a little bit, like we talked about. She said, okay, Anthony, well, let me ask you this. Have you been reading your Bible? And I said, totally, Grandma. I'm on chapter four. <laughs> she said, okay, Anthony. Well, then I guess I'll talk to you later. Hung up the phone. A couple of months go by. Now I'm really starting to struggle financially. I'm gonna have to drop out of school if I don't get some money. So I call my grandma in a panic. I say, Grandma, please, it's Anthony. I'm having the time of my life in college. I love it here. But if I want to graduate, and I do, I need you to send me some money like we talked about. She said, well, Anthony, let me ask you this. Have you been reading your Bible? And I said, yes, Grandma. I wish it was longer. <laughs> She said, okay, Anthony. Well, then I guess I'll talk to you later. Finally, it's the end of the school year. I've got straight A's, but I'm dropping out of college because I have no more money left. And I'm furious. I'm close to tears cleaning out my dorm room. When the phone rings, it's my grandma. She says, Anthony, I heard you're dropping out of school today. How come? And I said, you know goddamn well how come, grandma. <laughs> because you wouldn't give me any money. She said, well, Anthony, let me ask you this. Did you read your Bible? And I just hung up the phone. I was so pissed off. Took everything out of that room. The last thing I took off the shelf, the last thing I took out of that room was that Bible my grandma had given me. Took it off the shelf, held it in my hands, and for the first time, I actually opened it up. And right there on the very first page, in my grandmother's handwriting. It said, fuck you. That was Anthony Jeselnik, Read Your Bible, from his album, Comedy Central album, Thoughts and Prayers. Right? Came out in 2016. Good year, 2016. What were you doing? <laughs> what were you, in kindergarten? Yeah, so I just finished my fifth birthday. Nice. Um, I love it. That was recorded Jesuit. in San Francisco. Good Actually, city. a lot of the clips that we played were recorded. We got James Davis was recorded in Oakland, California. Maria, Tell me this is the theme. This is not the theme, okay. but it's just something I just noticed. Well, we'll, we'll okay, we'll, okay, wait. Let's go through. Maria Bamford recorded in Portland. And then the Emily Heller special recorded in Seattle. So Seattle. we got So it's all Pacific Northwest. Northwest. Guess what else is in San Francisco? Cluster Fest. Woo! June 21st to the 23rd. I would what a, die a, for a Cluster Are you Fest. coming, Nicole? Yeah, I'll be there. Fuck yeah, dude. I wouldn't miss it for the world, Let's baby. go. Let's go to that. When we get out to Cluster Fest, let's, I like to go to that place. You ever been to the Stinkin' Rose? No. Okay, it's a, a restaurant in Little Italy. in and out Okay. L restaurant in Little Italy. Yes. First of all, we don't talk about in and on this podcast. So what? Sonic. What? Um, okay. They're a sponsor. Fine, fine. Um, so. Fine, no, in and out's going to sponsor this podcast. Oh, yeah. in and out It's good. Yes. Good Good deed. Good words. Thank you. Good thoughts. Good words. <laughs> in and out will sponsor okay, this podcast. Okay, but we're going to go to, in San Francisco. We're going to go to the Stinkin' Rose. Okay. 
because it's garlic everything. They have garlic ice cream, oh, garlic everything. It's fuck like yeah. my mom. The first time I ever went to San Francisco, I actually went with my mom in yeah. 2006. We just yeah, like went yeah. on vacation. Yeah. And um, we went to Alcatraz, and she was like, "Let's go to this place." So it's like a place I would never go to with my friends or on comedy, but it's like some mom shit to do. Like I, I did mom <laughs> shit. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. You know, I w- rode the trolleys, and it was like the best trip. And um, and uh, she took me to the Stinkin' Rose, and mm. I fucking loved it. And now I always go back there. So my treat, Stinkin' Rose, during oh, Clusterfest. Hell yeah! I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy you lunch because you're a millennial and you don't have any fucking money. What? Oh, I thought you'd be like <laughs> only millennials have lunch. I was like, <laughs> you caught me. Yeah, I got. I eat lunch. Um, okay, okay, wait. Do you want to guess the theme? The theme of so the first clip we heard was Emily Heller talking about her grandma. Then we got James Davis about social media. Mm-hmm. Maria Bamford over forty and dating. And then we finished it off with Anthony Jeselnik's Read your Bible. Read your Bible. I think the theme right here yeah. is yeah. over forty and dating. Social media, grandma. Anthony Jessel talked about his grandma. Grandmas. Is it's grandmas like older, the theme? older, older women. Old, I guess is the theme. I've been. I figured it was our third episode. We're over the hill. We're pros. We're Here's retiring. a stupid question. Here's a stupid question <laughs> yeah. that I stole, but yeah. I'm going to ask you in any way live on the podcast. Yes. Who, if you had to get a hand job, you had to get a hand job. It's a. It's a must. What? You, you have to. Would you rather get it from your grandma or your grandpa? You this. have to answer the question. I'm not going to answer that. Well, mine's my grandpa. I would also choose your grandpa. <laughs> Home run, alley oop, Nicole Boyce. Um, do you have a favorite joke about getting older? A favorite joke about getting older? Yeah. Like one of yours. Are you working out anything about getting older? <sighs> working out about anything about getting older? Um, You're I, so young, so maybe I you have, don't have Well, one. no, I'm going to be 35 in August. You don't look a day over... 16. Thanks. I don't know. I'm, I need to work about bits about me getting older, though. I do. I mean, I talk about my ailments. When I was in my 20s, I yeah. was never talking about GERD flare-ups. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, third episode. What a we good did episode. It. We talked I, social media, mm-hmm. getting older, adapting. Hopefully, adapting. Hopefully people are what they're taking away from this podcast yeah. is number one they're laughing because yes. they love stand up yes. and we're we're putting out awesome stand up but they're learning i want them i always like a learning component and it's like you can learn through our failures it's like i <laughs> the only reason why i was able to tell some of this knowledge is cuz i fucking failed is because i there were times where like i invested in trying to get a sitcom and it's like that was i should have been mm-hmm. investing more in YouTube, mm-hmm. but now I am. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you just got to adapt. The truth is, is the only, here's, here's what I want the listeners to take away. Whatever yeah. whatever work you're doing, whatever, if you're in school, whatever you're doing in life, yeah. just understand that times change and you need to adapt. And don't be stubborn and change. Go with the flizzo, as yes. they say. Yes. Absolutely. Adapt. Listen yeah. to this podcast. This podcast yeah. is the future. Yeah. Ask the Grand Bobcat why he grins. Pocahontas. What? It's a whole Pocahontas <laughs> song. It's just, listen, it's deep, and I want you guys to think about it. I want you to ask the Grinning Bobcat why he yeah, grins. Always remember, ask the Grinning Bobcat why he, why he grins. grins. Pocahontas, babe. Have you ever seen Pocahontas? Yeah, of course. All right, fine. Have you? What? It's my go-to. What's the capital? Pocahontas, of... Pocahontas or Princess Jasmine would be Disney princesses that I would, I would 100% you have sex would with. What? If they were legal. Oh, if they were Chris, other age. Who's your Disney who's your Disney princess? Real quick and then we'll go. Well that you would have sex with. I have to say oh that I would have sex with? Yeah. That you're like sexually attracted to. If they were a real person. 
or prince, princess, whatever you want to go for. I appreciate you giving me the option. You got to give options. <laughs> to choose a prince. Whatever you want to do, babe. Mulan was my favorite movie, I Same think. Same with me. But I think she's too young. So an older and of age Milan. I hate. I think this. she's under. Dude, I, hate I think this. I don't. I think she was fifteen. She was in the army. You have to be eighteen. Yeah, but she lied she about shit. Joan, Joan of Arc was in. in the army. She was fourteen. Shut up. Yeah. Joan of Arc was fourteen. Fourteen years old. That fucking sucks. To go to the army. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get my, my next haircut. I'm gonna sit down and be like, give me the Joan of Arc. I want to be a fucking. I want to have a Joan of Arc style haircut. What is that? For my mean? next cut. Google pictures of Joan of Arc. Find out. <laughs> All right. It's that was time good. to go. It's time to go. Love yourself. Stand up with Krista Stefano. She does have a good haircut. Have fun. Let's go get that now. Let's go get that haircut. Okay. Bye. Bye. I got my hair highlighted because I thought some strands were more important than others. <laughs> I wrote my friend a letter using a highlighting pen, but he could not read it. He thought I was trying to show him certain parts of a piece of paper. Okay. Uh, I had my palm read. I wrote something on it first to see if she would read that too. Um, all right. So I mumble a lot off stage. I'm a mumbler. If I'm walking with a friend and I say something, he won't hear me. He'll say, what? So I'll say it again, but once again, he doesn't hear me. So he says, what? But really, it's just some insignificant shit that I'm saying. But now I'm yelling, that tree is far away. <laughs> I was on the Craig Kilborn show. And the next day I flew to Minneapolis. I was at the airport and a guy came up. He said, dude, I saw you on TV last night. But he did not say whether or not he thought it was good. He just confirmed that I was on television. <laughs> so I turned my head away from him for about a minute. Then I turned it back. I said, Dude, I saw you at the airport <laughs> about a minute ago. You were good. <laughs> I wrote a letter to my dad. I was going to write, I really enjoy being here, but I accidentally wrote rarely instead of really. But I wanted to use it. I didn't want to cross it out. So I, I wrote, I rarely drive steamboats, Dad. There's a lot of shit you don't know about me. Quit trying to act like I'm a steamboat operator. I know this letter took a harsh turn right away. Hello, Dad. At the end of my letters, I, I like to write, P.S. This is what part of the alphabet would look like if Q and R were eliminated. I got into an argument with a girlfriend inside of a tent. That's a bad place for an argument, because I tried to walk out and slam the flap. <laughs> How are you supposed to express your anger in this situation? Zipper it up really quick. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I think Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not the photographer's fault. Bigfoot is blurry. And that's extra scary to me. Because there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. Run, he's fuzzy. Get out of here. Gotta go. I have a... This has been a Comedy Central podcast.